Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Chapter 8 is where we turn our spotlight, beginning at verse number 3. Acts 8, verse 3, New Living Translation. But Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. And many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Amen. You may go to your seats around the, pre around the building, even in the presence of our God. That eighth verse is where we turn our focus so there was great joy in that city I want to talk about a reason for joy a reason for joy in the earlier experience today I talked about how God can dry up one's tears uh, how our tears can be dried up Matter of fact, I even said further how God has the ability to erase our past. He is the greatest eraser of all time. Part of the, the, the dynamic of that message is the reality of us looking at believers and yet not seeing their journey. What it is that they had to deal with, the things that sent them left all right, the challenges of life. And so many times, and we hear, hear it put this way, Reverend McNeil, we don't look like what we've come from, what we've gone through. And we don't look like it because of the sustaining force and power of God. God in his, his demonstrative power demonstrated through a living spirit and how grateful we can be for that realize and many of us should strive for a reason for joy uh, that's that's those are the words that come ringing out of verse number eight so there was 
great joy in that city. Uh, joy, the joy of Jesus is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. This joy I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world cannot take it away. There was great joy. But not only do we have to look at joy in the city, but you can look at joy in your heart. The joy of the Lord. How, it, how wonderful a moment when you are able to come out of spiritual darkness and come into his marvelous light. That's a joyful moment. That's why a little bit later when we will extend the invitation to persons to follow Christ, rededicate one's life, coming back. But our response to that always needs to be a response of joy. Joy. Heaven rejoices when one soul makes that decision. And if heaven can rejoice, we can rejoice. And so there's a reason for joy. When you think about the moment when you gave your life to the Lord, it was a joyful moment. Joyful moment. I've seen persons come out of the baptism waters, splashing the water and thinking about the celebration of new life, new life that is in Christ, a reason for joy. This message breaks down to three areas. Well, number one, Jesus provides joy that cannot be equaled. Jesus provides joy that cannot be equaled. No matter where you look, no matter where you go, many of us, we talk about taking a joy ride. I can't hardly say that now in this society that is filled with carjackings and, and crime. Um, and, but you look at the things that people think will give them joy. They think will give them a sense of satisfaction. But all of us know who have been able to go through that path and come to that moment in which we said yes to the Lord. We can really say that that was the best yes that we ever responded with. We, we responded to God. He was knocking on the door of our heart. And now we know that nothing compares to the joy of Jesus. Not a party, not a concert. Uh, not something on TikTok, not followers. There's nothing like the joy that Jesus can provide. And so there great, was great joy in the city because the, what, the gospel is there. And wherever the gospel is, there ought to be joy. One of the things that can frustrate someone about some places you come, especially if you are a church, there should be joy. Uh, there, there should be joy. You ought to feel joy. Uh, when I meet someone who knows the Lord, I, I, I was talking earlier about the impact and the impression that believers need to make on, in, the, in the circles in which we travel. When you come to the family reunion, a, a different spirit 
ought to come in the room. And, and now I know some of us now in our casual Christianity, we want to blend in. But the reality of it is, if you are a part of the church, in what is, in the Greek is the ecclesia, the called out. You're called out. You're not called out to be like, uh, be like people, but you are called out so that I might be more like Jesus. We're going to gather around this communion table in a, in a moment. And when we gather around the communion table, the real drive of that is that I want to be more and more like Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Not, and again, I shared with another group on Friday uh, that it's not about membership, but relationship. Uh, you got to understand there are people who could have church membership but not have relationship. And I'm thanking God because a person who's a good, a good church member could also cuss you out in the spirit of being a good church member. But if I'm a follower of Christ, it go, is going to dictate from me a different kind of response, a response to challenge, a response to difficulty, because I always realize that God is looking out for me. He's looking out for me. He's looking over me. He's helping me every step of the way. And so these, you have to know that Jesus provides joy that cannot be equal. Second thing you need to understand, the power of God can overcome any and every challenge. There is no challenge, no challenge that God cannot overcome. We are in this room. We there in this room are filled with people who have had disappointment. Door shut, job not given, opportunity not provided. But we are also beneficiaries of a God who can open up doors. Oh, come on, somebody. He can open up doors that no one can open and can shut doors behind us. That's a reason for joy. Joy, joy. We, we got jobs we did not deserve. We've got opportunities that we could not have planned for. We've had people to come into our lives and to bless us and to inspire us. And we are stronger and we're wiser. Not because we deserved it, but because God simply shows up. And anytime God shows up, you know he's going to show out. I feel a shout about to break out in this place. Whenever he shows up. Burdens are lifted. Problems are on the run. Whenever he shows up, my feet get light. Clapping is in my hand. Joy in my heart. I have a reason for joy. I have a reason. I have a reason. I'm not just going through the motions. So whatever the challenge is, you need to go to the power of God can overcome any and every challenge any and every challenge. Right here in this text, in Acts chapter 8, you realize there were some challenging things going on. It was, it was in Acts chapter 8, you hear the story about how Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. 
and, and it said, but while that was going on, the, the believers were scattered, uh, but they were scattered, but they still kept on preaching. Uh, they were scattered, but they were still talking about the good news of the Lord. Wherever they went, you're not going to, you're not going to cool the joy. You're not going to cool my fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm like Jeremiah. Jeremiah said it felt like fire shut up in my bones. And even when I tried to contain it, I had to let it out. Because when you think about how great God has been in your life, you can't keep it to yourself. I can't keep it to myself. I, I got to tell somebody about the Lord in my life. I got to tell somebody about how I was spiritually in blindness, but God showed up and gave me a good word and gave me strength, gave me hope for tomorrow. I, I can press on a little while longer. I'm grateful for how God shows up just at the nick of time, just when I needed him most. He shows up. You all want to have joy. Why do I walk around depressed and down and angry and mad? And matter of fact, you mad and and matter of fact, you trying to you trying to get other folk upset and, and upset them. And but I'm thinking about the joy that only the Lord can provide in our lives. They were they were the, the believers were scattered. But they still preached the good news. They weren't, they weren't talking about woe is me. Why am I going through what I'm going through? And matter of fact, we persons of, of African-American descent, and I see some of our listeners uh, were watching from Las Vegas and other places or connecting in this service. But no matter where we are, God can use us to his glory. Wherever we are. I don't care how dark it might get, God can use you. It was in a Philippian jail. Paul and Silas were at a midnight experience, but yet God used them. He can use you at midnight, just like he can use you at midday. He can use you on a Sunday or during the week. I don't know when you're going to encounter somebody, but when I encounter somebody, I want them to see Jesus. I want them to know I have a reason for joy. They were scattered. All of, all of the scattering that was going on. And, um, and in this, in matter of fact, Satan still wants to scatter. He still wants, he wants, to, he wants to get you in church and then wants to turn you off to church. And then, you, uh, and because, and then what, what you'll try to do, you need to also know that everybody in church is not perfect. And if you're looking for a perfect church, you're not going to find it. Matter of fact, only way for you to find a perfect church is to die. Because when you get to heaven's church, the new Jerusalem, it's perfect there. Are you ready to go? <laughs> Y'all are saying, yeah, 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 you stopped on that one. But you have to understand that there's imperfections. There's imperfections. The prodigal son had a brother. 
And the prodigal son and the brother, they both live together. The prodigal son goes out. You know the story about the prodigal son. We preached about it. And then, when, of course, when he comes back, uh, the father says, let's throw a party. I mean, he went out there, spent all his money and all of that. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get the fatted calf. We're going to throw a party. But the brother who never left, he didn't attend. He was a party pooper. He wanted he to say, how, say, how are you going to celebrate him? And I've been here the whole time. Come on, somebody. But you have to understand that your faith has to be bigger than you. That prodigal brother needed love. And matter of fact, he didn't expect the love he got because when he showed up, the father was already standing out there. And matter of fact, he thought that the father was going to come get him, but the father was happy to see him. Just like the father is happy to see you. I don't know what you've done. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what things you've done this week. But I do know that the, that the father has his arms open wide. The father saying, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, and I will give you a reason for joy. I, I want to provide you with joy. I want, I, want to, I want to lift your spirit. When these men sing, they ought to sing with joy. When you got greeted by an usher or a greeter, they ought to greet you with joy. When you sit down on a row, even though I'm sitting down on a row with a complete stranger, I ought to feel some joy. The joy of Jesus. The joy of the Lord. The joy that God is in the blessing of Business. He's blessing me. He's keeping me. He's moving in my life. That, that fifth verse that Philip, for example, he went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. You have to understand the Samaritans were a mixed, mixed breed. Uh, they, they, they were a mixed breed. This, these were the individuals you should avoid. It was a Samaritan woman that was met Jesus at the well. Matter of fact, it was, it was Samaria that the disciples says that we want to avoid. We want to go around. We don't want to travel through the hood. But Jesus said, no, we got to go there because, they, because folk in the hood need the message too. You can't just have a suburban gospel. You can't only go to places where folk are cleaned up on the outside because you can be cleaned up on the outside and messed up on the inside. We can get fooled by some attache case carrying Negroes. Just because they look good and are successful. You have to understand one's faith has to go further than the outside. Something has to grip my heart and my mind. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Philip said, we're going to Samaria. It might not be popular, but I'm not here for popularity. You, because, you know, there are, whole, there are a whole lot of folk now, everything they do surrounds popularity. Uh, how, what can I do to go viral? Matter of fact, on TikTok now, they got all kind of challenges, some challenges which could take your life. And, 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 they, and, and they do it so I can go viral. But you need to understand what God is calling you to do is to be a shining Latrice light for the Lord. You've got to shine for Jesus. 
You got to shine for you. Here's my third point, and I'm in my seat. Listen intently to God's word. As his word can make an immediate impact. I'm listening intently to the word of God. I'm listening. I, that means I got. To, that means I have to stay in the word. We get tonight. We have six o'clock. We have our discipleship graduation tonight. Uh, invite you to come back. Crown Financial Ministry Business by the Book. We'll be back tonight to celebrate persons who studied in in those areas. But I'm listening intently. What is it, God? You're trying to say to me. What is it? What is it? How you? The, the, the song says, Ron, where he leads me, I will follow. Where is God leading you? And, 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 and you have to understand that this is regardless of age or stage. Because at every dynamic, God can use you and use you in a different way. While you're working, he use you one way. While you're retired, use you another way. While you, you say, I'm going back to work, he use you another way. While you're in your social gathering, he use you in another way. While you're in your casual act, there are many ways God can use you. You, can, you. you have to realize that we serve a living God. So I'm listening intently to the word of God. And and as I listen intently to the word of God, I realize that the word of God can make an immediate impact. Look at verses 6 and 7. It says, the crowds listened, what? Intently to Philip. Because they were eager to hear his message and to see the miraculous signs he did. I want to hear and see. And then while they were listening intently, it says, seven, many evil spirits were cast out. Screaming as they left their victims, which means they didn't want to go. When somebody, when somebody goes screaming, they don't want to go. Come on, you, you, that's, that's how some folk used to come to church, screaming. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. Then it says, many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. And how were they healed? They are healed, they are paralyzed, and spirits are cast out because of intense listening. They were listening intently. And as they were listening they were listening and they were looking. As I'm listening, it says watch as well as pray. So I'm listening to God, but I'm also looking at what God is doing. I'm looking how God is moving in lives all around me. I'm looking at how God is growing us in the faith because it is not our goal to stay as I was. But it's God who's building me up. Um, he said the, he said the strong bear the infirmities of the weak. Where I am weak, he is strong. All I got to do is simply lean on him. And as I lean on him, I feel power in my own body. That woman who had an issue of blood said, if I can just touch, 
the hem of his garment. I don't, I don't need an appointment. I don't need a counseling session. All I need is a touch. And I believe that woman could shout. I believe she had a reason for joy. Matter of fact, there was a lame, there was a lame man. His friends brought him to, they heard Jesus was in town. And they said, if we can get him in the presence of the Lord, we believe something great can happen. They went to the front door. It was blocked. They went to the side door. It was blocked. They went to the side door. It was blocked. They said, take that brother to the roof. And when they, at the roof, the roof, they took him to the roof. They let him down. They said, how are we going to get him back up? We're not going to have to get him back up because we got him in the presence of Jesus. And when he gets in the presence of Jesus, He'll pick up the mat and he'll walk. Reason to shout. They kept, they were passing one beggar every day, and every day they, every time they passed him, he was out there begging. And then finally, somebody told him, said, Silver and gold, we don't have. But such as we do have, we're going to give that to you. Next thing they knew, he was in the temple shouting. Do I have a witness? When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that the Lord has done for my life, he'll give you a reason to shout. You got a reason for joy. Every time I turn around, I got a reason for joy. Every morning I wake up, I got a reason for joy. Every time you look and see the hand of God, you got a reason for joy. Is there anybody here on a Sunday morning? In June, with the cloudy things outside, the fire going on in Canada, the air being polluted, but I still have a reason for joy. I still have it. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will lift up my hands. I will give God the glory. Do I have a witness here? I love the Lord. He heard my cry pitied by every groan. I'm depending and leaning on the Lord because can't nobody do me like Jesus. Yes. 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 Here I am, God. I turn it over to you. You can take ordinary and do extraordinary. I turn it over to you. You put clapping in my hand, joy in my heart. I turn it over to you. I will lift up my head. I will give God praise. Ain't he all right? Say yes. 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 A reason for joy. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. Power at the